Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the 36th ever Ice Coffee Hour, where the channel has already made $34,714. I'm Grant Navarre, and I am very happy to be here. That perfect was high energy. Intro. That was perfect. amazing. That's got to go into highlights. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on the channel. So you've come quite a ways all the way to Las Vegas. And for those that don't know you, you've been on the Graham Stephan Show before. I interviewed you because you reached an $11 million real estate portfolio with 31 rental properties, bringing in $50,000 a month. You build them, you sell them, and now you're selling them. Uh, and you have quite an interesting story of running a, a car dealership, uh, a smoothie place yeah. too. You, you make smoothies. We have smoothie madness to yeah. talk mm -hmm. about here. Mm -hmm. Really interesting. And you also brought some Team Rocket Pokemon cards to, to unopen He's here. He brought six packs for us to each open up two packs of Pokemon cards. And to keep you guys watching, I'm also going to unpack. Is it, what do we call unpack? Unpack. It's Open not in up. the box. We're, we're going to be opening up this base pack that I bought uh, a few months ago. This was $1,000. So this little thing right here. That's crazy. Who knows what's inside of it? But uh, guys, all you got to do is smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm. And we could pull a Charizard. We could pull a Charizard here and a dark Charizard over there at Hollow. So, so if yeah. you pull it, just, just in case, do you know the value of that Charizard if you get a PSA 10? Uh... Well, it's not shadowless, so right. it's a, it's going to have a shadow. I'm going to guess a PSA 10 shadow, maybe three grand, four, five grand. I thought the same thing, yeah. but when I pulled some on the Steve Aoki pack pulls, right. and when you pull them up on last sold, 20000 bucks. PSA 10. $20,000? And that's a, that's a base set. Not, yeah, it's base set. Yeah, jeez. PSA 10. Now, yeah. if you get a nine, it's like 1900 bucks. Wow. But so still. really quick, tell me, how many packs have you purchased from Steve Aoki, and how much are those? So uh, a, a good friend of mine runs his stuff, and he's been messaging me for them. Um, I've probably purchased 10. 10? 10, Ten yeah, packs and, from Steve. And you get the, the very beginning was one and one. Like, you'd purchase one, you'd get another pack. Then he started doing, like, you would get... So that 10 includes... He started doing like a base set with a rocket and a base set with mm. a so with how a much was that? Uh, he made the pricing uh, the year two thousand and twenty one dollars is what he did. So it was four wow. four thousand bucks. But I pulled two Charizards and uh, so you got your money back. Plus, did you? Yeah, you did. So if, if if the first one's a nine and the second one's a ten, then that's still twenty some odd thousand bucks. Did you send the them in ones. to get graded? Then not yet. Not yeah. yet. Okay. They're so backed up. Yeah. I thought about grading some cards too, but they're so backed up. You could expedite them, but they're like $500 a card. Like you really got to make it worth it. So I'm going to wait for them to open up mm -hmm. and then walk them in. And that I think is generally the smartest thing to do mm -hmm. is you got to go with them in person, give it to them, pay a premium, get it back the same day. Guys, we should know this is the first podcast episode we are filming in Vegas. Yes. There we go. That's huge. This is, yeah, this is, well, you're the first one to film a podcast here. Yeah. This, this is where it's going to be, really, uh, unless we have a guest in LA, but for the most part, it's, they're going to be here now. You know, you're actually yeah. going to see the setting before Graham's main channel sees it. Wow. Because that's he's true. releasing a video soon that shows all the interior and everything after yeah. it's been done. Yeah. But that's coming later. Yep. So guys, just to give a little bit of a background, who Grant is and how we met, he was actually a part of the mentorship group. Link down below. You're getting better at the plugs. Link yeah, down below yeah. the description. Weeble down below. Get yeah. your four free stocks. But yeah, he was a part of the mentorship group. And uh, I just remember like when we would meet in the Zoom calls, him and I ended up talking a lot. 
and uh, we got to know each other. I took down his phone number and we, we started talking a lot and you started befriending Graham and stuff. And then we, uh, we planned to do a video like this, uh, a big old Pokemon card unboxing. Yeah. What, I, what I found was amazing that uh, we did a phone call on the Graham Stephan show about, what, five, six months ago. Mm-hmm. And then when I hit two million subscribers, you sent me this Rolex, yeah. which was insane. Got this, this box in the mail. What is this? Opened it up and it it's engraved two million subscribers on the back. Yeah, that's incredible. pretty incredible. And I wear this he all the time. You see Rolex. this? Rolex. Yeah. yeah, Graham loves that. Oh yeah, watch. yeah. You see me wearing this? I'd say a third of my videos I'm wearing it, and yeah. everyone's like, "Graham, you're wearing a Rolex." It's so excited. I'm like, "No, no, no, it's a gift." Grant got me the watch. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay, guys. But yeah, I, I love it. If I don't, if y'all don't mind, yep. stay tuned for this whole video because if you like the Rolex that I got, Graham, that might not be as crazy as a Rolex, but it still might be your first. I don't know. So it's another cool I thing. Am, I'm so curious to see what this might be. And, wait, and, wait, so you have a surprise for Graham. Yeah. And I have a surprise for you too, but I'll tell you that when we do the pack. You got what? a surprise too. Wow. No, no. And, and look, I, I do this just because I, I appreciate them too. Right. I, it, we've, like they said, we're friends. So this is fun. You'll so. get my real reaction. I have no idea. Yeah. No, no idea what that like is. Yeah. There have been a lot yeah. of events in this relationship right. developing and it's been a fun time. It's been a long time. And uh, this is actually our first day meeting Grant. So yeah. That's actually, also really exciting. Don't like it though. Yeah, yeah. No, it's weird because we've talked online for like mm-hmm. a year mm-hmm. before meeting, but it's, it's one of those things that when you've been talking so much or just doing like zoom calls back and forth on the mentorship group down below in the description, uh, like when we met, it was like just we're friends. Like we we already know it's each so other. Normal. There's no like yeah. awkwardness of like, hey, I'm Graham, uh-huh. I'm Grant. It's nothing like that. It's just fun. And after this, yeah. we're also gonna go gambling a little bit. Oh, Jack has really wanted to do this. I, whoa, what are you putting me down for? No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. Uh, it's your idea. Graham really wants to gamble, so I said, fine, Graham. If you really get right. on your knees and beg, yeah, we'll go and gamble. So we're gonna go gambling, and we'll show you guys the results at the end of the podcast episode. There will be a little segment of us talking about our experience gambling. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> and this, I, I would like to say, this house is absolutely beautiful. Thank you. you. did a great Thank job. Thank you so much. Thank you. Including Jackson. Well, I'm sure it's Thank nowhere you. near. So you're building some real estate, but let's let's go back a minute. How did you get started in real estate? Uh, so when I was 18 years old, I uh, started selling cars. Yep. And uh, what ended up happening is I did really well, right? So uh, my average for all those years were about $75,000 a year. And uh, how I got started, and I said this, I don't know if it would make it to the Graham Stephan show, uh, but my mother told me, that I couldn't have girls in my room and I decided that I had to have a place of my own. And so that's how it started. 18 years old, I got a loan and, you know, bought an apartment that was half of a duplex yeah. for 96,000 bucks. Now I know Graham advocates for living with the family, yeah, but in I a do. situation like this, Graham, what, what would you say to the mother or to, to Grant? I, 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 you gotta, you gotta look at the financial value of being able to have a girl over at the house. Is that really worth no. $2,000 a month? I would, I would advocate probably not. Unless Maybe not cheaper. to you, Graham, but to someone no. like Grant How Grant much would you I, pay to have girls over at the house, Jack? Well, I, considering I don't Jack's have like any money, money is, is no object. Right? Like, money is no, no object. No, that's not true. Let's cut that part out. Um, <laughs> We're not going to cut that out. Um, I look at the financial value of that. I'm like, okay, I, I could save, let's say, how much were you saving living at home? So my mortgage is only 555 bucks. Yeah, you're okay, from so a different place though. You're yes. not from right. California. Yeah, $96,000 is what, I, what it cost me. Okay. And it was, it, was, it was an apartment. It was half of a duplex. Okay. It wasn't like, it wasn't All like right, so that's not costing you. So the opportunity cost of putting your money in there versus living at home is really 
not that big because you could have instead bought a rental property rented it out i did that the next year you did that the next year but it also cost to get that hot tub i had to put in the in the backyard that was fun you got a hot tub i did so you really wanted girls over that was (laughs) that was the reason why you moved out this is turning into a girl topic. I love my beautiful fiance, Kayla Vizina. So, yes. Of course. So, yes. <laughs> Thankfully, my mom would let her be in the room. So, at, at 31, I is guess. This, so. Is this what started you off in investing? Is like, I want to yes. have girls yeah. over, so no. like, I got to get my own place. <laughs> yeah. That's an origin story. Right? Right. It yeah. is. It is. So, but that yeah. is the main, like, I'm, I'm very honest, and that is the very reason why I did it. And then at 19, I realized that uh, I could build to a whole duplex for not double the price that I paid for that one. So I built my first duplex uh, for right around 140,000 bucks. And then I lived in one side, rented the other side, and I stayed there for a very long time. And how do you just like build a duplex coming from no background in real estate? Or did you have a background? So uh, I was very fortunate. My, uh, I do come from a very good family. My brother uh, Barrett, uh, who is part of my core principles. I've watched others and I've watched their successful failures. I'm very fortunate to have those people around me. But what happened was he built them. Uh, I bought, I actually bought the apartment from him mm-hmm. is where I got the, the very good deal. Then he sold the next one for 80. Uh, you know, so I didn't get the best deal. Oh my God. Family. He sold it to you at a premium. You got to charge a little bit what? more for family. It's a little brother. Yeah. Price. So, oh so, but anyway, yeah. he built it. So I kind of watched it. I, I like to watch and, and absorb and then, and then do. So I just trial and error after that. I mean, he didn't give me any pointers. Didn't tell me anything. I just went out and built a duplex and I've made mistakes, but all in all, it worked out great. So you were selling cars. What made you sell cars? Why cars? So uh, it's just my family. So they've always been in the car business and that's that's what I did as well. So yeah, that seems pretty impressive that you built a duplex at 19 though because I'm 22 and I can't even like fathom. You can't like, even put up a hang a picture. No, I, I can't. A no. yeah. I can even hang TVs. So uh-huh. you know, that's, 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 wow. that's, that's my impressive uh, able to fix things thing. That's right impressive. That's it. it is. Yeah. But first, a word from our sponsor, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community for creatives where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey. For example, a Skillshare class I'm looking to take is Ali Abdal's video editing with Final Cut Pro 10 from beginner to YouTuber. I love Ali's video editing skills and I just love his style. And I know for a fact, if I take that class, I'm going to get some great insight on how I can up my editing game. Now I know video editing is may just be for me. Uh, if you guys aren't interested in that, don't worry. Skillshare offers thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people on topics, including illustration design, photography, video, freelancing, and more. And even if you don't have anything specific in mind that you'd like to learn about, I strongly encourage you to check it out anyways, because maybe you'll go and you'll check their categories and stuff and you'll find something that you're, that, that'll interest you. And I think it's important to continuously be learning new things and trying out new things. And there's definitely not a better place to do that than Skillshare. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash iced coffee, where our listeners can get a free trial of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash iced coffee. Thank you for watching and back to the podcast. So you were doing pretty well than selling cars were you just a good salesman were you a good talker what how how do you sell a car well i I was also going to college which i did not finish uh i was a junior for a very long time and uh what ended up happening is i just decided to focus more on that but i sold cars for four and a half years i was always in the top uh being a young person going to school i actually talked to a few people that do that now Mm -hmm. Uh, and the car business is one of the absolute best businesses aside from real estate that both of us have found our footing in. So that's mm. that's just, it built from there. But what made you so good selling cars? I've always been a people person. Mm. I'm, I'm, you know, just just from all three of us. Meeting. Your voice is amazing. You have a great voice. You, you have a really, good, really good voice. Yeah. It fills the yeah. room. This room is massive and, you know and what it, it fills is? the room. It's friendly. 
It's a friendly, welcoming voice. You say y'all. You say yeah. sir. Sir, I, I listen. You kept calling me sir. I'm like, I'm I'm not a sir. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like this is too poli- like this is too polite. Yeah. Like this is too good. Yeah. But and I very much thank y'all. It's too I, respectful. Yeah. Too respectful. You know. Call me dude. Yeah. What's up, man? Bra. We're, yeah. we're getting towards bro. Like, yeah. Hey, bro. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. there. Yeah. But but yeah, that that would be one thing. And then plus, I work like no other. I yeah. you know, you talk about your work ethic, and I see it in all the videos and all the channels. And then, dude, you coming in? See, I did it, dude. Right there, I did it. We're getting comfortable. Nice. Okay. And 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 so anyway, that happened. And I, I watch you do all the things you do. So just long story short, I would make sure that I did what most don't: follow up, keep going. And it just it you put enough effort, time. And, you know, consistency in anything, you're going to get results. You just got to make sure you do them long enough. Where do you get the work ethic from? So that just my family, watching my father, watching my brothers, uh, just my own personality as well. You know, I I know you're you're not born with these kinds of things, but I've always been very, very competitive. So Mm. you got to have a pretty big work ethic to do what you do, because you you have all of your investments spread around like (laughs) you. You're actively investing in like the smoothie place. You've got your car dealership. You got to run. You've got all these apartment complexes that you're building up like all that has to take a lot of time. And I don't I don't have a property manager. Yeah, we need some we need some clickbait for the title. Do you do you know like a gross number here of like how much this all brings every month between like. The car business, between smoothies, between real estate, between investments, to oh. you. Wait, so do you Pre-tax. want like gross? So uh, with everything fully rented, we'll just go that number, but with everything fully rented, 600000 from the rentals. Uh, my smoothie business last year, even with everything that has happened, uh, brought in right at a hundred. Uh, actually, a little bit more, uh, but but let's just use a hundred, and then I make three hundred at the store uh, as far as you know, being the director of the eleven stores, and um, so. You know, that's pretty close to a million. How on earth do you manage all of that? How do you run a smoothie business? <laughs> so Main Squeeze is pretty cool. Um, and so basically they make healthy easier. It's really cool. And it's a fun concept. Mm. So they, they started in Lake Charles, Louisiana. My cousin actually developed it. You know, uh, hadn't seen him in forever. He comes and talks to me about it. I got excited about it. I've never, I've never just talked to somebody and did it. Besides like something like this. Sure. You know? And uh, anyway, he did it. I, I bought in and I bought eight locations. One's built and the shopping center that I'm talking about is uh, that, we're, that we're doing next month, which is very exciting, is going to be where the second one is. So you're buying a shopping center as well mm-hmm. for your smoothie That is included in the, in the 11 million. So that is, that is show, that's why I said the 11 rent. million as in your, your total portfolio, your total portfolio total value. Real estate portfolio. Real estate portfolio. Yeah. And a lot of this guys we've already discussed on the second channel. We did a, like mm-hmm. a, a Pokemon card pack unboxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go and check that out. Go because check if you want to see the other 30 packs that we unpacked, we opened them up. Go and check that out. That's going to be, that's an intense video, Jack. You, mm-hmm. You're putting a lot of time into editing oh, that yeah. video. Yeah. That's, that's just like five cameras. Five yeah. angles, five cameras. guys. We had five cameras. What we did is a Pokemon uh, battle between both of us. You had a pack, I had a pack. We opened them up and we saw at the very end who has the most value from that. Uh, so for your real estate, now you have 31 different properties. How did you start scaling up after the duplex? So uh, very much like you, when you make a certain amount of income, sometimes that's blinding. You know, now you kept investing and me, there was a time period, uh, where I didn't. So from 19 until I was 24, I didn't invest in real estate. I just had the duplex. I lived in one side. I did build a house, built a house. I was making $350,000 a year, which is great income. Uh, but what ended up happening is at 25, I built my first five plex. And after that, I realized I could do more and I knew I could do more and I could handle more. 
And that's when we started really getting into it. So of course, the reason to get the capital, my job, building up that income, living very, very frugally and, and just pushing it more and more every yeah. year to see what I could do. So you think having a strong income is one of the, the best ways into getting into real estate? Yes. So of course you want to make more income. You want to push yourself, get a side hustle, get a lawnmower. You know, you can do anything you put your mind to as long as you put that effort and time and commitment into it. Yeah. How do you manage your time between everything? What takes up the most amount of time? I feel like probably the smoothie and the car business probably take up the bulk of your time. The real estate's more passive. Car business, definitely. Uh, real estate, you know, when I get off of work, I don't get off of work. And of course, I have my channel too, so that does take effort and time. Uh, as far as my day, just how to manage myself, we, Kayla, my fiance, is also my assistant and my real estate agent. So we're just, it's like one big hub of we just, you know, she'll tell me what I got to do. I go do it. And then like when I have a rental, I go post it on all the pages. I'll go do that. She helps tremendously and she'll fill the calls. So the, I'll, I'll message them out. And if they directly message me, I'll answer them. But this is her number. And I collect all the rent. Like it's, it, the answer is I don't know. I just keep going. You know, I don't think about, oh, I got a lot to do. I just do it. And is this sustainable? How much free time For do you sure. have? Like what's your work like? Like on how many hours do you work every week? If, if you asked me my hobby, as far as it's sustainable, it's, I like it. I like to work. But as far as how many hours a week I work, mm, there's what, 160 in the week. So, you know, 85 to, I don't know if 100 is realistic, but it's a lot. Because mm-hmm. even when you go and film until two in the morning, that's still work right. in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah, it is. Because you're killing yeah. it. Yeah, it is. I feel the same way. For me, it's like people ask me, what do you do for fun? I'm like, I work. I have fun with that. And they're, they look at me like they're crazy. Like, what? That's, that's fun? And it is. It is. I have so much fun doing it. So that's, that's my, that's my hobby. That's what I do for fun. And if this is technically work, I'm also having a lot of fun right, right now. See, Grant, what would you tell a young, excited, um, maybe doesn't have a ton of money, a 22 year old, random 22 year old, um, no one specifically, but just a semi handsome 22 year old. How would they get into real estate? Like, what would you, what would you tell to them? Uh, I would tell you to save everything, just kind of like how your attitude was earlier when I said about gambling, and you're like, I'm going to put $5 on the table. I was like, what if you get a double down? Grant wanted me to put in a lot of money. You too. I don't want to put in anything. I don't want to gamble. But yeah, I would say save everything, same mindset that you have. Um, Elevate your income, you know, as you've been doing, you know, with, with helping Grant more and more. And like the iced coffee hour, I mean, you know, y'all are killing it with this and it's already a what, 100,000 subscribers? Almost. We're so close. We're going to hit a hundred in By a the week. Time this probably. Yeah. So. Maybe in a week. And that's, <laughs> yeah. and that's awesome. It's very awesome for, especially for uh, channels like mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so subscribe there, to Grant. Yeah. Guys. He's in the description. But not when I was, you know, but, but thank you for the plug, you know, yeah. but anyway, so I would just say, keep saving your money. Keep doing that. Keep going. Don't, you also have to start. Yeah. Biggest thing. If he would have never started, if I would have never started, you would still be 31 years old. And so I will throw this thing back out there. Barrett, my brother who, who sold me the apartment for 96,000 bucks and the next one for 80, not upset. But what, what ended up happening is at 23 years old, he got overwhelmed. He did it at 21, right? Uh-huh. He started selling cars. That's where I, and so at 21, he built them at 23, he got overwhelmed and he sold them and he has not gotten back into real estate until this year. And he's building a shopping center. Now he was a general manager, just like I am making really good income and it makes you comfortable. Yeah. You know, so always stay hungry, keep going and keep pushing. So what did you want to be when you grew up? Did you have an idea? It was like, I want to be this. I want to be a real, I want to run smoothie shops. <laughs> Definitely not smoothie shops. Yeah. That one came out of left field for yeah. me. I would say I've always wanted to be in sales. You know, you ever heard there comment below and I don't mean to be trying to take over the comment section, yeah. but comment below. If you've ever been told you should be a salesperson, 
Like that's <laughs> when I was a little kid and they would recruit me to go sell the raffle tickets. I would come back and just, and I'm not the best at numbers and things like that. I mean, I, I know my numbers, but it's just sometimes it's not the strong point. I would come and pull out like all the raffle money. And I'm like, here you go. And they would be like, here's more tickets. And that they would sick them boy. And that's what I would go do. I just like a good hunting dog. Mm. I would come back and that's just how I've always been. When I, so I'll throw this out there too. When I was 16 and 17 years old, I got recruited to do Advocare. It's a multi-level market company. But really quick, we have a word from our sponsor, NordVPN. If you're looking to improve your cybersecurity, look no further because NordVPN is here. NordVPN provides a virtual private network service that basically will just increase your internet safety when you're browsing online. I've said it a million times before, and I'll say it again. You can never be too safe when you're browsing online. NordVPN understands that, and that's why they provide over 5,500 super fast servers in 60 countries. There's no data logging. They have 24-7 support, and you can also have up to six simultaneous connections per account. I just know for me that I like to take this safety precaution because I don't really know what's out there. And for me, it just makes sense to be more safe than less safe. So guys, if any of this interests you and you want safer internet browsing, be sure to check out nordvpn.com slash ICH. You could also just use code ICH during checkout to get the two-year plan plus one additional month with a huge discount. Be sure to get that huge discount and check out nordvpn.com slash ICH, or just remember to use code ICH at checkout to get the discount. Thank you so much, NordVPN, for supporting this episode and back to the podcast. I was, the, uh, I should have brought it. I, I'll send you a photo if you want to use it, but I uh, got a $3,000 check for being the top at, at 18, at uh, 17, I'm sorry. And it was a $3,000 check in 2008 for being the third highest, uh, you know, salesperson in the whole company and for the new people. So not like, not the people making with the planes, you know, yeah, yeah. but I thought that was cool so and I was hooked. So you've always just been good at sales, always good with people. Just naturally grew up like that. I, I tell you this, yeah. uh, a lot of people think this is crazy. When I was doing Advocare, like let's say we all went to high school together. I know you're younger than me, right? We're close to the same mm-hmm. age. I'm not like 40. Uh, I'm 31. Mm-hmm. But what would happen is I had, so let's say he went to a school and he went to a school. I would have a sales meeting and I didn't even know what they were. I would have a sales meeting like the Wolf of Wall Street except without yeah. all the craziness. And I would like take cash and like let's say you paid $300 in commissions on those. I was like, Jack got three hundred dollars, and everybody's like super hyped because you're high school. You get three hundred bucks. It's crazy. So yeah, yeah, I'm getting hyped about like let's do this. Let's do <laughs> so this. what were your biggest struggles? Would you say time, uh, mental focus? You know, because re- regardless of if, if you're a salesperson or making you know uh, an hourly wage, you have to keep that mental focus because if not, you, you'll destroy yourself. So that's always yeah. been the struggle. It's the struggle today. You know, like. Let's go to Vegas. And when we come, when we go back, we're going straight to my smoothie shop in Houston, spending two days there. And then we're going back home to catch back up on everything we left off there. So have you ever had any big financial losses? It seems like everything you've done so far has made money. What's the, what's the biggest financial loss? So when I was 18 years old, uh, we were on a family vacation. And like I said, I, I come from a family that's very competitive and my brother, I walked downstairs, we had rented a house and it was the last time our family ever stayed together. And, and my father died uh, pretty recently and 20, well, pretty recently, 2016. Mm. But yeah, so it just, you know, it was cool. And we're all there and my brother's yelling at the TV. It's 2008, right? And the Great Recession was starting or, or, or getting ready to get bad. Mm. And so um, he's yelling at the TV, asked him, what are you doing? He's, he's 48 and I'm 31, so 17-year-old gap. And he said, I'm, I'm trading stocks. At least I heard, at least he told me something. So I, I went away about my business. Uh, then we went to the pool and my other brother was yelling at his phone. I was like, Hey, 
What are you doing? He's like, and he told me a little bit more. And he told me, I'm trading Bank of America when the market goes uh, down. I'll buy it. And then when the market goes up, I sell it. And then I'm also buying SPXU. Now, that is not a stock tip because let me explain this story. I knew two stocks. So from 18 years old, he tells me this. I'm like, okay. He's like, I made 600 bucks today. I get super pumped. And remember, I was making good income, making 75,000 bucks. So I said, I had $10,000 saved at this time because uh, I hadn't fully made $75,000 yet. And uh, I literally run to my room and I go invest $3,000 in E-Trade. And I'm a creature of habit. I still have an E-Trade account. And I did that from this day. And I uh, went and invested a total of 7,000 bucks. Cause when you invest three, mm-hmm. you have to wait till the money actually clears. So I'm super excited, like ready to trade and do something. And then I had to wait like three days for it to work. So I learned as much as I could in three days and I traded two stocks, put $7,000 in and I rose that money to 45 grand by the time I was 19. Wow. The story is great right there, but it gets way worse. And, it, and now the, the guy, who was his name? I'm so sorry. I watched the entire podcast, but the, the guy Jeremy? that, no, 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 Chandler. Tim Sykes. Tim. Tim Sykes. Sykes. So okay. I, I, don't, I don't follow him, but I, I enjoyed his podcast. Yeah. He made like millions of dollars. So it's yeah. nothing like that. But I rose that money to 45 grand and I only bought two stocks. Like I said, I had a 50% chance of this really working out. The lowest I ever bought Bank of America for was $4.20 back in 2008. So I bought SPXU, which is not a stock tip, mm-hmm. and I lost everything. I didn't know what I was doing, so I froze whenever the market corrected and started yeah. going back up. But I'll tell you this. I've done the equation a million times, and I'm, it's a learning experience. Anytime I ever make a mistake, I try to learn from it. If I would have bought Bank of America instead of SPXU at 18 years old, I put 7,000 bucks in, it would have turned out to be about $360,000. If you take Bank yeah. of America, 45,000, have been 10,700 shares, multiply that by the price. Uh, you the never know though. hundred percent agree. Yeah. So that's why this stock time has been my Super Bowl. So I am, I'm going to make up my losses and I still yeah. bought SPXU and lost a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Too, so. Any loss like that, just consider that like a college education, not to do that again. Expensive. Every <laughs> loss that I've taken like that. What I, I don't think I've taken a loss that I, I think the biggest loss I, I, I've ever taken, I think was I lost, not lost. Well, I did lose 10 grand in, um, gosh, what was it? Uh, Dave and Buster's stock. The crypto experience was not a pleasant one for you either. Oh gosh. So I put, uh, how much I bought, like I bought like a Bitcoin back in 2017. I think I bought it at like 17 something sold it at 17 five. So I basically, I was a Warren Buffett. I thought like I, I knew the market. I beat, I beat Bitcoin. And then I put some money in, uh, it was Ryblox back in the day. At like I forget it's been so it's been like almost four years now. I think I bought it like a dollar thirty or something like this or like a dollar two dollars, and uh, I put uh, I don't I don't know how many grand it's it's been a while like five six grand back then, and Ryblox went from like a dollar thirty seven all the way up to like thirty eight dollars. Oh wow! And I was sitting on like a hefty chunk of cash. And I just thought, I'm an idiot. It was at 38. And I'm like, it's going to be traded very soon on Binance. And every single coin that goes on Binance goes up like, you know, even more. So my plan was that like people were saying it's probably worth about 50 once it gets traded on Binance. So I thought it was so smart. I'm like, I'm going to sell it at 44. So it was at 38. And I'm like, 44 is like my magic number. And I can sell before everyone else. And within days, days later, the whole crypto market just comes crashing down. And I'm thinking, no, it's going to come back. And uh, as it started dropping, then it was like, well, I may as well just ride it out. I wrote out the whole thing. At the bottom, it was worth like under a dollar. (laughs) 
And now it's worth about three fifty, four bucks. So like I'm still holding it. I haven't done a single thing. But I, I could have made so much money in the span of like a week and a half. And I just got that was just greed. That was like I was like guaranteed all this money had I just sold, but I just wanted a little bit more. But it was stupid. It was just stupid. But that was ex- that was play money. I basically thought that like, hey, instead of putting it on the tables, I'm just gonna put it in this. So be it. But uh yeah. That was that was that was probably my biggest loss. Dave and Buster's was another one. Uh, bought in, and immediately as soon as I bought, it goes down to like eleven dollars. I, I bought in, I think at like seventeen, went down to eleven. Stayed there for the longest time, and then at the end of the year, I was doing tax loss harvesting. I'm like, okay, let me let me cut my losses on this. As soon as they sold, start going up, and now it's at like thirty six. So I would have doubled my money, but I sold at the low point of the day. That's so as soon as I sold, that, you just can't so, trade that so, stock anymore, man. No, you well, no, no, no. This, this, the lesson here is, is honestly, I just, just for stocks, just hold, don't sell, never sell a stock. If you ever want to short the market, tell me first. Oh yeah. If I, I buy it, the, the the stock will drop at least for. Oh jeez. <laughs> it's the way yeah. it goes. Everything I bought lately has been going up. It it worries me. I think how much the market's been going up lately because it's like I I realize there's no way that everything you buy. It's just up like 4% the next day. That It's not sustainable. You can't keep doing that. Uh, green energy stocks are going nuts. And I'm just, I'm worried. Like, I, I got to play it safer. But it's just, it's wild. Wild market right now. And, and then, you know, I can't wait to see if that's, if, if, if our, all of our worry is correct. Or whenever all of the entertainment and all of the gaming and all of the just from, cruise lines and travel when that gets back to normal hopefully mm-hmm. what will happen then we want to 40,000 for the day i mean i just don't know you could because here's a, you have you have two things one you have these crazy valuations and just it, they don't make sense what things are trading at right now but you have really low interest rates yeah. you have an economy that's shut down you have a lot of money pouring in where's that money going it's all going to the stock market so that's boosting up prices i think we could continue to go higher uh, or if interest rates go up, maybe that might put a damper on things. But as of now, it just seems like where else can you invest your money? It's the stock market. So even though valuations are high, interest rates are so low, maybe that kind of balances out. The other thing I was thinking is that there could be a, uh, I've talked about this before, but a, uh, a, a shift of money moving away from tech and into recovery stocks. And so even though the markets overall might be the same, just money gets taken from here it's put over here as people try to play the play the science. But either way, it's like I'd love to look back at this ten years from now and just see if what we thought is accurate at all. And it's really just a guessing game. Good news is, from everything you've taught, everything that we all know, it'll still go up. If it doesn't, yeah, we got a lot more problems in our stock yeah. portfolio. I think long term, I think we could look at this ten years from now and be like, hey, the market's the exact same as it was ten years. I mean, it's definitely a chance. It's a chance, always. but as long as I think you're buying in every month or every week, or you're buying in consistently, you're going to buy through the lows, you're going to buy in through the highs. It's going to average out over the long term. It's not really going to matter that much. It's not like you're just going to invest like everything today and that's it for the rest of your life. Put it all in. Do I say it right? Dogecoin. 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 The Doge. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I watched, but I didn't understand. It's treated me really well, actually. I'm I, up about a hundred percent. Gosh, it. I would have been up four hundred percent on that investment on that that one thing. I think yeah, I sold it the next. I, I sold it the next day because I thought it was so stupid. Yeah, but you know. do you remember yeah. uh, when we first talked about my portfolio just on a on a on a mentorship group when I had yeah. that stock that was at four hundred something percent? What I don't remember. It was. Yeah. It's called uh, XSPA. I think I'm saying that right because I'm mad at it. 
But yeah, that one was up 400%. I was up, I don't even know the number, um, but I bought more. I bought not at that number, and then now it's losing. I, I lost so much yeah. money on it. How much are you up overall, like net, on your stock portfolio? Well, I, I guess we'll, we should talk about how much I put in, because uh, I put in, uh, I've, I've always been very frugal. I've always saved a lot, a lot of my money, and I, I like to buy Rolexes and things, but I feel like they hold value. I mean, just make that plug, because okay. somebody says a watch thing. But um, yeah, I put in 450000 bucks. Now, I didn't just put that in day one. I, I've been, I started buying, I, I was going to put in 100 then it kept going low, and then when it went down to $18,000, i have got Disney at $87 a share. I've got a lot. I've got uh, Royal Cruise Line at like 80, I don't know, it's very low. It's mm-hmm. almost the 52-week high, I mean 52-week low. And uh, right now, I'm up uh, $400,000 or so. I'm up, I'm, my portfolio is nine fifty five current value. However, I have 100 and four thousand dollar loss with SPXU and haven't sold it yet. Mm-hmm. So technically, I'm up even more. And then I had I took profits last year of forty four thousand. So I sold just because I, I sold in the, when it went up, and then I bought back down. Diamond hands, man! You got to have the diamond hands. What does that mean? Does oh, that diamond hands is basically you just diamond have hands. Yeah. Oh, I thought you yeah. said diamond hands. I was like, yeah, I need diamond that. hands. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's this has been a crazy year. Uh, I, I haven't actually said this, but uh, officially I'm up over a million dollars in the stocks. In the well, stock market? Last year. You're up over a million dollars yeah, in the stock, stock market. Yeah. We're doing fist bumps on that one. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it feels weird fist bumping over them. Okay. Okay. You want to? Uh, no, no, that's fine. Yeah, dude. Yes. Like, we do something better because there's a million dollars. Yeah. I'm up nearly $5,000 in my Robinhood account that's for, awesome. for this year. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Kevin is the real winner, though. Which, Here's yeah, the thing. Me, so everything me get, like I could be excited about something, and I see and his, he does it twenty million times better. Yeah, it's like, I think crazy. I think every episode we talk about Kevin. Let's not talk. Let, let's just let's not talk off. about Kevin. Let's just Kevin who Kevin. Yeah, yeah. We'll just end it. Me, Kevin made so many millions from Tesla stock. That's nuts. So many, and uh, he's he's now the barometer of like just yeah. Doing, he's, he's, he's like, making we're not moves. talking about he's, it, but he's like, but yeah, but he's, he's doing making pretty some well. next level yeah. every episode. <laughs> he, he could be the running, like, we have an inside joke yeah. on yeah. Have him run across the back of it the next <laughs> yeah, time you that do that. Just, funny, just yeah. have him here in Vegas. He should be, he should be just like the, the, the gag on the, like the inside joke for the channels. That every yeah. episode, there's one man. Get it, get it, uh, meet Kevin cutout and then just like, oh, that would be funny. <laughs> Bring him on as a guest, the cutout. Yeah. But, but that's, yeah. he, he does in his work ethic. He does a lot of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and he, yeah. He's willing to put it all on the line. And that's, right. it's awesome to see, but Hey, it, it doesn't have to always be millions because I have one friend who invested 1500 bucks. They're at 10,000. They invested in Sassol stock, SSL, just a really good stock, uh, and a company where the, the plant is where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And then Kayla invested 45,000. She's a real estate agent. That's my fiance, 45,000. And she's at 70 plus. So, I mean, if the market goes down, you can either get scared or you can get in. And if you get in the right things and you're paying attention, you know, it can be really great. And if yep. you're worried, buy a mutual fund that tracks the S&P. Yep. You don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, definitely. That, that's my thing this year is I feel like I'm, I'm up too much. So now I want to play like, I really, I feel don't like you should, sir. That's amazing. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, it shouldn't be like, I, things are going up, I think, too fast. Uh, I agree with that. that yeah. I, I watched right there. I didn't see that. I need, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to see that. Yeah. I fortunately have not lost money on like anything I've done on Robin Hood. Like it's getting ridiculous this is now. The, this is what I'm talking about. It's like, it's what like, do I know? Like, let's be honest here, right? I'm only 22. What What do I know? I've been investing for a while, but I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're an options like, expert though. Well, <laughs> I'm going to learn options right. from you. Yeah. I mean, I, I know about them, right? But at the same time, I don't think that I should be doing as well as I am. So I would say a lot of it. But here's the luck. thing. Here's what makes me skeptical is I thought in 2015, 
uh, I started getting a lot more cautious about buying real estate uh, because I felt the market is, is it, it's up. It, the, every year, the market was increasing like 12 to 15%. And 2015, interest rates started going up. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's probably going to taper off a little bit. I began just, I was very cautious about every deal that I bought after that because I'm like, I need to get a good deal just in case. And since then, that was like, 35% ago and we're, you know, a third higher than back then. And everything back then is now a bargain. So it goes to show, you know, but we're only like four, five, how long is 2015? Six years ago. Six. I, 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 Wait. 15, six. no, oh, six years okay. ago. I still think 2015 was like three years ago. Oh, I agree with you. 2008? Like, was, it's only three years ago. That but, was only yesterday, yeah. you know? Right. Our but, war stories. But I think, I think as long as we look at things in 10-year increments, yeah. like, I think even if we look back two years from now and we're like, hey, everything was half price back then, I think t- every 10 years is a, is a good gauge mm-hmm. of where the market's going long term. But uh, well, I just feel like things are going too well. I always get uh, Yeah, we could have said that so long ago, though. You That's know, true. It's, it's difficult to time it. That's just, true. Just make sure it. you're paying attention to the whole market, because the reason I lost all that money, I was trading in a recession, which basically is what you're doing. Right. And well, so, you know, a, 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 an event that only happens every 100 years. Mm-hmm. And so what, what happened was I knew what I knew, but I didn't know the market was, like, infinitely right, wide. Right, So that's a lot, you know, I just, you know, maybe it saved you some money with that, with that old, old man tip right there. Yeah. Thank you for that. I think this would be a good time we open these rocket packs. I agree. I'm itching to open up these these packs. These packs are $500 each. What we're going to be doing, we each pick two packs, and we see who has the most valuable cards in these packs. And I think there's a good chance there's going to be a hollow dark Charizard in here. And one of us might get it. So are we doing double or nothing? Are we going to 600 another, bucks. Another oh, I, okay, so I lost 300 bucks on the second channel, so that's yours. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to lose 600. Come because, on, Graham, just do it, man. I'm not going to. I'm not going to lose six. No, you, pull because, it, you get to keep the 300. Uh, I'm not going to. I can't do it. Hey, can't do it. His frugalness. Yeah. It's proven. I right? set a limit. 300 bucks is as much as I'm willing to lose. How about this? Yeah. How about whoever wins this one? We all put in a hundred dollars more. Is 400? I mean. $100 each. Like he's over there, his face. He said, we're cutting all this Wait out of the podcast second. right there. Well, $11 million portfolio. Like, <laughs> chill out, Wait. man. Gosh, okay. So, oh man. I, I don't want to put in $100. Right yeah, that's so scary. Right, let's let's just open them up. Wait. Let's do 20 20 All right. All right. Well, You're still over there. I love it. Because it's a 33% chance that but, I'm going to okay, win. This? How about, like, how about this? I'll make this even better. Okay. Now the cards, once you open packs, yeah, it is better to keep them sealed because that is a $500 pack. Or it could be a you know seventy dollar pack. Mm-hmm. How about this? All three of us that open them, we are of course going to keep them because you knew me and Graham are going to keep what we pull anyway. Now you get Wait, to keep what? what you pull. You get to keep what you pull. Yeah. So if you pull a charge, oh, it's yours. Yeah, my yeah. gift to you is a thousand dollars worth of packs. Wow. Okay. Like All right. I'll yeah. agree to twenty dollars. Right. Right. It's within my budget. Right, so what? you have so to open them though. You can't. You can't use yeah, your sealed yeah. product. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. whoever <laughs> pulls a, a Charizard or the best or the best. Gifts twenty bucks, sixty dollars. The other person, okay. And they Deal. keep their all own right. twenty. Let's and they do get it. 40. Let's uh, do it. I'll divvy up these packs between all right. us all. Do the honors. All right. Two, okay, two, and two. two. Yeah. All right. Let's $3, see here. Thousand dollars of packs here. This one seems a little lighter. So you go <laughs> ahead and take that one. All right, buddy. Oh, I like this one. I like that one. You can feel the gram. Yeah. Okay, this one feels like you. So does that mean it's empty? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here you go. The gram. No pun intended there. I yeah. guess. 
Oh, man, this is a tough... Here you go. I'll take this one. All right. All right. You sure you wanted to give me the Charizard? Is that what you wanted to do? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll see about that. All Jack, right. you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. All right. Maybe just peel them down the center and try to pull them out the top. But sometimes it's easier to peel it. There you, go. you got it. Dark Rapidash. That's a good-looking card, everyone. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Or you know what? I you can hear the stress in his voice. Okay. You'll, you'll flip this, Jack? Okay. Um, that works sure. Yeah, this works. Um, challenge. Energy, Diglett, Ponita, Magnemite, Dratini, Rattata, Coughing, Drowsy, oh, no. Dark Weezing, Weezing Non-Hollow. <laughs> that is the card of cards yeah. that we've all, all pulled. Right. Jack, do you want to open up your other pack? No, no, no. Well, should I go? Should I just go for it? I think because we already have the okay, camera yeah. here. Okay. Here. All right. This is the heavy one. <laughs> this is the heavy one, okay? You too. Oh my gosh. This is so I can exciting. Hear the nerves in his voice. This oh, is yeah. so exciting. So basically, if we're going to talk about return on investment, it went from 500 to like 50. Dark Flareon. Oh, That's like, a cool I card. card. I like That's this card. Awesome card. I love that. I wish they came out. That's one of my favorite artworks. Dark Persian. Okay. Dark War Turtle. Great. Mm -hmm. Goop Gas Attack. Okay. Meowth. Okay. Eevee. Zubat. Oddish. Grimer. Here we go. Ekans. And do it slowly. Oh, oh my Ooh. gosh. Non is, that, non is, is that the non-hollow? No, it's the number at the bottom. If it's a five, no, it's not a five. So that is an error card. Now, once again, we're talking about first edition. Here, you take your card. I don't want, I don't want to bend her. That's a good one. It's an amazing card. Unfortunately, it's not. If that were a hollow, yeah. that would be one of the best cards in the That pack. is the second really? best card, yeah. period. Yeah. So basically, when I pulled the, the Dark Charizard, the, the Dark Dragonite's just as cool. But if you get the five and it's holographic and it's first edition, they're selling for like 20,000, 30,000. Yeah. It's nuts. It's so nuts. Yeah. Okay. So my next? Oh my gosh, yeah. This is crazy. Okay. You go next. The final touches to the, to the last one. I got to get the, I got to get its brother. Dragonite was great though. That was a good card. Amazing yeah, card. Good. Of all the non-hollows you could hold, that was one yeah. of the top ones. So we got an energy, got a Dark nice. Flareon, Trainer, Ponita, Drowsy, Coughing, uh, Ratatata, right? Ratatata. Ratata. We got a trainer. We got Meowth. We got Eevee. Oh! Oh my Jeez, god! No, you pulled it. Wow, that is gorgeous. It's a five. One of my favorite wow. cards. Yes. So, so here's the here's the thing. So while we have it on camera, yeah. in the event. That it was non-holographic and a five. That's the because oh, it's an error. Okay, just okay. like money and coins and everything else. Just boom. Wow. Oh, we need to sleep. Uh, um, here, I'll grab you. Yeah. Sure. Oh my gosh. That is gorgeous. I was like, yeah, I want to sleep for this this one. Wow. Oh, jeez. Oh, very nice. Wow. Dragonite's one of my absolute favorite Pokemon. That so. is amazing. She's pretty. With the swirl on it. The swirl is yeah. Yeah. Oh. Alright, you win. <laughs> okay. We still can have a Charizard because Dragonite's great, but Charizard's better. My trash talks need some words. Yeah, we'll see about this. Oh man. Dark Primate, Trainer, Dark Kadabra, okay. Trainer, Abra, Snake, Duck, Charmander, Machop, Slowpoke, and it's blue. Hey! Dark oh, Gyarados! Dude, two hollows. So I am not upset kidding? about this. At all. Not upset. Wow. That is a beautiful card. What? Why did I give you those packs? Man? <laughs> Thank you. Thank Both, you, Jack. Man. These packs oh were sponsored my... by Jack Shelby. Thank you. Wow. Oh my gosh. You gotta be two hollows. 
I All right, now Graham's coming in with a right. big kahuna. Well, we haven't pulled Too a dark Charizard, so yet. if there was going to be one, Graham, you have it. So we got we got a Digger, Garbage Run, Kadabra, Sleep, Diglett, Drowsy, Dratini, Ponita, Magnemite, Meowth. Is this uh, non-hollow? Here comes Team Rocket. But your last pack. It's crazy. The last one we haven't gotten a Charizard yet. Talk about a nail biter, dude! Right? Me too. Vaporeon, <laughs> Dark Charmeleon, good sign. Dark Dragonair, Ponita, Rattata, Coughing, Meowth, Trainer, Zubat, Eevee. It's green. Dark Gold. Oh, oh well, there win. wasn't. There wasn't a Dark Charizard. You in the win middle. again, oh, man! Wow. I am. I am. Wow. I'm okay with that, though. Yeah. Congratulations. Wait, we're not done yet. Oh, oh, yeah, here. Yeah. All right, we've got a base set pack from Graham now. So this is something I've been holding on to for months now. I bought this one pack. It's almost $1,000 for this pack. It's a base set. I've been waiting to open. I've just been waiting for the right opportunity to open this up. This is unweighed. I have no idea what's in it. Uh, let's give it a shot. This is, I'm actually really nervous on this one. Okay. So we got Maintenance, Kuna, Super Potion, Duo, Abra, Voltorb, Weedle, Sandshrew, Energy, and non-hollow Pidgeotto. It's a cool experience. No, not really. Yeah. I'm, an, I'm no. just trying to be optimistic. You know what? That was fun for me. So and wait. Oh, that was so awful. I tell you what, I, I think <laughs> now is really? a good time to give him his present. Wow. His oh gift. Oh my gosh. So... I, I gave you a crappy gift. I'm so sorry because you didn't pull out. No, that's all right. But I mean, that's still cool. Keep your pack arts. Like it's a, it's absolutely. Don't throw those away. It's it, they're going to be worth money. All right. So oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the watches, but that's okay with me. I'm we sure. can. <laughs> he's he's going to give him a moment. He's not happy. I'm I'm upset right now. Uh, let's give Graham his space. Yeah, he's <laughs> going through it. I hurt for you though. Got a ten thousand dollar broken I, box. I just in the, can't believe in the, in the that room too. I gave you the Dragonite and the Gyarados. Dude, you're an amazing friend. Yeah. When yeah. I said friend earlier, I, the friendship has been that much. Yeah. Stronger. Yeah. Look at two. But remember when I would gave you two options to have? I, don't, I can't make that wow. any better. That Dragonite. Let me look at that for a second. Well, you know what? I'll look at it later. It's a podcast. Well, uh, I had a good time on these Jeez. pack pulls. So uh, too soon. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I can say that because here, it's really neat. All right, let's see. Let's see Graham's gift. Would you like me to hold that? Should I try to figure out? I, I used to do this. This feels like Christmas. Like I always used to feel it. Yeah. I have no idea what it is. I mean, it should be a heavy base set pack right about now. But <laughs> First edition heavy <laughs> right. base. Shoot, shadow. Right. I mean, goodness. The only way it would be I could afford the uh, the like the the Spanish version. All right. So. <laughs> All right. Oh. So Mont Blanc. Got you the Rolex. Might as well have the Rolex of pens. So. This is wow. These these are incredible pens. Yeah. I've seen legitimately there are YouTube channels that review pens like this. Can't come oh, to I a housewarming party without a I know it's not that what it's, this is, but now it is. Housewarming party. I'd be I didn't bring you a pot. I'd be afraid to use this pen. Uh, sign sign big checks. Sign a big check or like a you know, all Jack's checks. Sign all Jack's oh, checks. Yeah. Or your or your next big angel investment. That would be your special pen. Wow. That makes sense. Maybe yeah. That, yeah. Look how fancy this is. I, and I, I keep the boxes and the casing I to them. I don't everything. know if they're collectible or not, but Rolex boxes they, are expensive. Let's see. Just the box by itself. Oh, it's upside down. Oh. Boom. And it matches your watch. 
These are incredible. Look at the the tip of this. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Cool. Thank you, man. So yeah, that's Thank fun. Thank you, man. Wow. Jeez, that's insane. Thank you. Absolutely. This has been a no. unique podcast episode so far. Yeah, it's like Oprah. You get packs. You get a pen. Stuff. Yeah, uh, you get a dragonite. You, you get, get you get a Gyarados. You get a dragonite. All right. So you've also showed up with uh, another thing that's pretty exciting: your watch collection. Mm. Just a few of my favorite watches that I have. This was my absolute first watch uh, I've ever purchased. Of course, uh, as you just saw, I, I blinged it out mm-hmm. and uh, I bought it for forty five hundred dollars. Now, not the bezel. The bezel cost me. Let's call it six, but it was it, it was in like twenty. 14, 15, so it's been a long time. This one I brought because I knew you'd like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Batman. The Batman. So I, and you got never, the Jubilee dial on that. I love yeah, that. Yep. Um, never been worn, so I'm going to put that back on there. But yep. these, these are, Rolex are good investments, and I'll show you real quick on why. This watch retails for $9,700. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my, my jeweler, not the other guy, but my friend, uh, yep. that I actually linked those two together, and he, his profits went up. But what happened is he said, I'm the only person that he knows that would buy this for not retail. So mm-hmm. I paid uh, about a grand under that for okay. the Batman. And it retails for like $15,000 yeah. in this market. So, so you, you doubled your money on that. Absolutely. And so I didn't, I didn't want to sell it. <clears throat> and then, of course, I have my Rose Gold Daytona. I had a Panda. I love that. Yeah. I had a, 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 a stainless steel Panda, mm-hmm. which is selling like 26000 right now in the yeah. market. 20000 But my, my diamond dealer needed it and he took it from me. So I, he bought it from me for cost. When you wear watches like that, do people notice it and do they like point it out? The shiny diamond one. So I don't wear it unless I'm going like no. somewhere else. This has got to attract this or the Daytona has to attract way more attention than the blinged out. So let's call it an, a qualified buyer. It would attract somebody that knows what they're looking at. If, yes. if, if somebody saw this watch, they're like, hey man, that's really cool. How much for it? Like 50 bucks? They don't, they don't know it's fully gold. But the diamond thing, shiny, and they know what diamonds are. What do they say to you when they, when they know what it is? They say, geez, man. When you gamble with a shiny watch, people come sit by you and start talking to you. You know, uh, yeah. More, more with the, the <clears throat> diamonds than this? Oh, yeah. Because immediately, if I see an iced out watch, immediately my first go-to impression is, unless it's like, sometimes you can look at the person, you're like, Might oh, you know that's real. <laughs> a lot of the times, I just think it's fake. <laughs> That's probably, but if I see this, he I would think. that up for me. He's, yeah, he's yeah. Like, I said, you nice on that oh, one up yeah. for me. I would, just, I would just think it's fake. Like that's my go-to because there's, it's so easy just yeah. to, just to yeah, I fake agree. that. Yeah. I agree. You know, what should Jack get? I've been telling Jack to get a I'm Submariner. I'm not going to buy a watch. Graham wants me to buy a watch. He was about it the last yeah. time. Like I, I'm about it, but it's just like, it's so much money, dude. I, I think Jack could pick up a good Submariner at like sixty five. Remember oh we ta- gosh, remember we talked that is so much when we money. talked when we talked about this originally. Since then, it's probably gone up like a thousand dollars in value. I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, so, the watch I just showed you with the with the yeah. shiny bezel, with that shiny bezel, it's like a seventeen thousand dollars watch retail, but maybe less, maybe fifteen, but not much less than that. I bought that watch for forty five hundred bucks without the bezel. Somebody offered me eleven. To take my diamond bezel off and put the original because I've got to keep the original bezel, and I would have been able to double money on the watch. So, and that was six years ago. Yep. So I got a question: When you initially started out selling cars, mm-hmm. you said that you averaged, you know, seventy five thousand dollars each year when you were doing that full time. Um, your first year, how much did you make? My first. Oh, so my first year, uh, when two thousand eight hit happened, yeah, I uh, made fifty nine thousand. So, so that was your first, first year full time selling cars. 
my first no. So that was about eight months. Eight months selling cars, fifty nine thousand. Yeah, so about because I started, 000. and then of course the year. But mm-hmm. my first full year, uh, the following year was seventy five. And can you talk about like commissions and stuff like that, and what kind of cars you were selling? Sure. Uh, basically, any dealership. For anybody that's watching, I mean, I don't want I don't want to talk too many details about my mm-hmm. store, but uh, you know, the, any dealership out there is going to pay you about twenty five percent in commissions on the uh, the front side, ten percent on the back. Uh, which is just F and I income, things like that. And they pay you bonuses. And we, we, we pay our salespeople extremely well uh, because you know, like, like me and Graham with the Rolex or giving you two packs, you know, it's, it's not always about the bottom line. Sometimes it's just about being, you know, when people think it's weird, like, what are you doing that for? I just cause. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we really take care of our staff because we feel like it's not the barn, it's the horses and the people make the difference. So you want to, you know, treat them right. So they'll stay. That's smart. And what kind of cars does your dealership sell? Uh, we have two Chevy stores, Honda, Hyundai, Cadillac, uh, Nissan. Um, we have, I said Honda, we have a Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram and GMC. I think that might be 11 because there's two Chevy wow. stores. If anybody's counting. Wow. What do you so drive? I drive a Dodge Ram. We just bought that franchise and uh, it's pretty cool to, to, we've always, you know, it's when you don't sell it, it's like, Oh, like the rival yeah. real estate agency. Like, don't go see them. Yeah. Not that that's how you would sell it, but still. And then now I drive it. Drives great. You know, I think it's an amazing truck. And the screen is huge. And would you say you have expensive taste? I will not buy anything that doesn't make sense. So I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. No. Food. Yeah. Because crawfish are expensive where I'm from. Because crawfish are like Sounds seven good. ninety nine a pound. Y'all need to yeah. have that. So amazing well how about this we could we could end it here sure but do the gambling and we'll eat gamble and we'll come back and we'll see what it's absolutely all right so segue it i'm gonna snap my fingers and when i snap we're gonna reappear here after some nice dining and some gambling and we'll tell you guys how we did all Can right I still wear yeah. my avocado socks? oh go he's got it. some avocado yeah. socks these are lucky okay things are gonna go in our direction we're already de- you're right. down 320 320 i'm down 20 bucks you're up 320 all right <laughs> 340 actually yeah. and we'll see how the uh, gambling pans out right all right so thank you grant for treating us to some dinner yeah, this is the iced coffee midnight hour. Yeah. Midnight edition. It's like, like what, one twenty in the morning right now? Something like that. Something so like that. after the podcast, we went to dinner. Thank you so much for it dinner. so good. And then we went to Red Rock Casino where Jack and uh, <laughs> Grant and I uh, partaked in some gambling. It's good times. I was uh, super against it, but it they was. convinced me. And I won $99.50 off of my $100. So the way I looked at it, he won $105 and then made a $5 charitable I did make a, a donation tip. to yeah. the tip. Yeah. So Right. The, the real estate agent and car salesman ganged up on Jack. Yeah. It was a good it. night. Thank you guys for the peer pressure. Yeah, I you really hit, appreciate like, it. How many blackjacks did you hit? I got two blackjacks and they gave me uh, two uh, really cool coins for each blackjack. So I got those as 50 cent pieces. Yeah. He's like those things. Yeah. The yeah, silver yeah. dollars. Bitcoins, what it is. <laughs> I don't know, but that was exciting. You guys won some pretty good money, huh? Yeah. yeah I, I was up, I think, 300 and something, uh, and that's after the tip. Yep. And you're up 300 and something, too. Yep. Hashtag after the tip. Yeah. Is that it? That's... <laughs> That sounds we pretty could, good. I could, like. I like it. Yeah. We could. We could. Yeah. Well, so. uh, that was pretty exciting. Also, yeah. another thing to note was uh, at dinner. Interestingly enough, as we were about to leave, 
uh, the waitress came over and she gave us like some some dinner some dessert Coffee that was dessert. on the house. Yeah. She said that the uh, like the pastry chef recognized Graham, so they gave us a, yeah, a really you, cool. If you're watching, thank you so much. Thank you. Really appreciate that. That meant uh, that meant a lot. I don't, I don't know if you're going to be watching the iced coffee hour all the way to the very end. But it was very tasty. It was delicious. Yeah. So if, if you're watching this, thank you so much. Thank and comment you. down below if you're watching yeah. this. Yeah. And the coffee just gave just enough a boost to go and get, to some, go and get gamble. some gains. Yeah. yeah. So successful night. Thank you so much. We had a blast. So we just got, we got to keep doing this every month. <laughs> Damn. Cool. Yep. All righty. So cool. with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. We should use the other outro. Okay. Right, yeah. just, just goes right <laughs> Yeah, to let's it. cut to the other outro right now. So Grant, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for the Pokemon cards. Thank you for the pen. Uh, guys, if you want to subscribe, I'll put your uh, channel down below in the description. And go and check out the Graham Stephan Show because this is where we do the pack battle and we see who pulled the better Pokemon cards. So if you want to go watch that. Uh, actually, this is going to post first. So you don't know who won that. So guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. As always, make sure to destroy the like button, subscribe button, and notification bell. Also, feel free to add us on Instagram. I post it pretty much daily, so if you want to add us there, feel free to add us there. And don't forget, get your four free stocks down below in the description from Weeble. Those stocks are worth all the way up to $1,600, so you may as well. It's free money. So if you, if, if you don't like free money, then don't do it. But if you like free money, the link is down below in the description. Thank you guys so much for watching, and until next, next time. time. Welcome back to the 36th ever Ice Coffee Hour, where we have our... We, we, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we, no, that's fine. Do with us. Cool. We, yeah. Welcome back to the 36th ever Ice Coffee Hour, where the channel has already made $36,714 since y'all started it. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, Grant. It's yeah. amazing meeting you. Let's do the intro once more. Oh. Say, like, hey, my name is Grant Navarre. Oh, I forgot Welcome about to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget it. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> go for it. No, very few people ever get it right on the first try. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. And I've watched this like seven yeah. times to, be, to try to get it. Yeah. All right. Go. Just making sure I got it right again. So, hey, everybody, oh. welcome back to the 36th. Okay. Hey everybody, welcome back to the 36th ever Ice Coffee Hour, where the channel has already made 37,000, 36,7, I messed it up. 34, I was giving you an yeah, 34, 7, 14. Yep. All right.